Hello and welcome to Driftwood Theology, my podcast that picks up ideas like the Driftwood and carves some theology out of them. I'm Andrew Smith. Today's Driftwood is King George Square. And fair warning, this episode is recorded after a long weekend being at conference uh, and it may not have uh, a lot of theology in it. King George Square is a big open area in Mianjin, a city now called Brisbane. It's immediately outside the city council hall, between Anne Street and Adelaide Street. I was a few minutes early uh, to be at church, so I sat on a seat in the square for a few minutes to look around. Above the entrance to City Hall is a, is a frieze, a sculpture called Progress of Civilization in Queensland, and it depicts some colonial history in the area. I'm going to quote from a, an ABC News article about how to describe it. In the sculpture, the state of Queensland is symbolised by a robed woman sending forth her explorers and settlers to tame the land. On the far left are two Aboriginal people. The first is depicted in a submissive pose with his spear pointing down to the ground, while the second is lying under a shield and appears to be dead. Looking around the square, I could see that all the flags were flying at half-mast. Australian, Queensland, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander flags. A large screen, opposite City Hall in the square, and probably about 10 metres in size, displayed ads in sequence, and occasionally in injecting a picture of British Queen Elizabeth II with the years of her life. There are statues in the square as well. Outside the hall entrance there are two lions. There's a statue of the British King George V on a horse. Of course there's all kinds of steps in the square uh, and there are bumps on those steps and, and on the benches deterring people from sleeping there or, or performing too many skateboard tricks in the square. It's an area that has been mm, the site of some contention in early colonial days. In 1855, indigenous resistor, resistance leader uh, Dunderley was hung just up the street where the general post office now stands, barely 100 metres, maybe 200 metres away. According to academic Libby Connors, that would be the last public execution in Queensland. In the square, the images of power and empire are strong. Queensland, uh, represented like many nations are, as a mythical woman, Think of figures like um, Britannia or in Mother Bulgaria, for example. And I note that this morning I heard a paper this morning by Monica Melanchthon about the symbolism of the woman as the state. Flags, including those of colonised people, fly at half-mast for the death of Elizabeth II, a queen from another country. The large, looming image of Elizabeth on the screen. The street names in the area all named after British royalty. Symbols create culture. All these symbols create culture. It's hard not to be a little overwhelmed by them in the square once, once your eyes are open to them, given that there are so many of them. Across the street is the church I was going to. Another symbol. A church right next to the seat of power. In the history of colonisation, the church has supported those efforts politically, financially, and theologically. But today, that particular church was a symbol of repentance for colonisation. It was hosting the Uncommon Goods Conference. The church's own signs 
adjacent to the symbols of empire, uh, announcing everything from when the church has its meetings and the people are welcome. But also, it's a big screen and rotates through lots of messages and they call for subversive acts of generosity and, and climate change action and more. The conference itself was a theological response to empire. Its location could not be more poignant. I had been at the conference all weekend listening to speakers present on this very topic and inviting us to work together in grace for a shared liberation. I feel like this is a tension that's still strong in the church. I was in a break between sessions on Saturday and, and I walked through the square and a street evangelist tried to convert me to their form of Christianity. In that square, he worked through his evangelistic script, not listening to me, but just asking me loaded questions towards some outcome that he would not reveal until I, I danced his dance. He didn't want to hear any questions back to him, only a consistent return to his conversion script. I felt as though I was looking back in time, 25 years or so to my younger self, and then further back to the church itself during colonization. Demanding a conversion. Not listening to the target of that conversion. Just talking at me. Talking at the lost soul. We in the church have been entrusted with a mission to show God's love in the world, to be a conduit of bringing heaven to earth. However, we haven't done that. We've joined with empire to force our view on others, even when those others invite us to find common ground in faith and in life. This weekend has given me a lot to think about, and has equipped me to take my next steps to decolonize my faith, my scriptures, and my life, and all the while remaining faithful to the call of God. It's one thing I really enjoyed about it, is that it didn't ask me to give up that thing that has been so precious to me, only to continue to nurture it and grow it. All the while, I get to continue being a voice like that church across the street from the square, a voice against the symbols of empire and power, and all the while, accepting the gracious invitation of this weekend to join the colonized people of the land in seeking our common liberation in this life. And time for some footnotes. I've included links in the show notes for a few things, including an article about Dunderley. It's worth your time to read them. Many thanks to the cooperative, especially Dr. Janice McRandall, for hosting the conference this weekend. If you'd like to keep up with this show on socials, you can. You can find it on Facebook at Driftwood Theology, all one word. And you can find me on Twitter at AMG Smith. Please, continue to share the episode and comment on it. I actually really do enjoy hearing from you and your comments and thoughts about it. Because this, drift, this episode is now Driftwood for you. What will you carve out of it? 